Are you a leader? A trainer? Do you do presentations? Have you ever noticed how in the middle, all of a sudden, you start losing people? Not all of them, but a few. They turn off their camera, they get on their phone, and you want to take it personal, but you know what you have is gold. And so you don't understand what happened or why they left. And often it's easy to take it personal. Has your life, your dreams been interrupted? Good news, it is possible to reinvent our lives. People are doing it every day, and some are brave enough to share the struggles, disappointments, and challenges. If you are looking for a new beginning, a do-over, or to rediscover your passion, maybe even find a new one, then grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. Interrupted, Act 2, Reinventing Your Legacy, with your host, Coach Lori. Maybe you're a podcaster or you have a YouTube channel, so you really can't see people, but you're not getting the downloads you want. You're not getting the views that you want. Have you heard of ACEs? Adverse Childhood Experiences? Just under 50% of your audience has suffered childhood trauma. And what if some of the language you use inadvertently is causing them to jump off the call, to get on their phone, to turn off their camera? What if I told you there are some very simple things you can do to keep them engaged because they need it as much as everybody else? Adults who have suffered childhood trauma may not respond or behave the same way as people who haven't. So often it's easy for them to be misunderstood. And we may actually dismiss them. They might say to you, I'm doing all the things you told me to do and I'm not getting the results. That might not be on you, but it might be on your language. I was on a Zoom call today and the presenter likes to be on stage and speak and she teaches people how to speak. And she always says, study who you love And then combine some of what they do with other people that you love. So you come up with your own unique way of doing things. That is an amazing message. But what happened is before she gave that amazing message, she said, how many of you love Michael Jackson? Oh, it seemed like to me, everybody raised their hands and smiled. But see, I have a different view of Michael Jackson. As a survivor and someone who as a survivor and someone who works with survivors, I don't want to draw any attention to somebody who may have hurt children. Now, is she thinking about that? She may not even realize it. I don't know what her connection is with him, but she loves the way he performs. Can I fault her for that? Did she do anything purposely to try to upset me? No. And because I've learned to listen better. I've learned to not be offended by the constant barrage of offensive language in meetings, in Zoom calls. Is it just me or do sometimes you feel like you're being assaulted by language by some of these Zoom meetings or even podcasts? It's staggering to think that it's just under 50%. Nine girls and one boy, which we know it's more than one boy because boys don't report even more than girls don't report. So nine girls and one boy in 20. That's just under half your audience is a victim 
or survivor of childhood abuse. So would it be worth your while to talk in a way that reached everyone rather than ones that just had a great upbringing? Wouldn't it be awesome? Wouldn't it be awesome to be able to keep people engaged because what you have to offer is so important and they would benefit from it so much. And if you could tweak your language just a bit with easy, easy steps, would that be worth it? If you're a podcaster, a YouTuber, would it be worth it to get more downloads because people are leaning in rather than changing the channel, pushing next because you've said something that offended them that you didn't even mean to? Now, I'm not talking about how everyone's getting offended, and the cancel culture. This is something different. These are people just like you, because it's me. I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to get the message. But there's things that presenters say that triggers. So here's an example. Often presenters will say, you are meant to be here. Everything happens for a reason. Now that sounds really awesome. And if you've never had trauma in your life, that's gold. But if you've had trauma in your life, what I just heard you say was there was a purpose and a reason for me being abused as a small child, that that was part of God's plan. It was meant to be. So what will I do? I'll check out. I'll go away. Even if I've done a lot of work because you are not speaking truth. That is really not a truth. Everything does not happen for a reason. Well, actually, maybe it does. The reason is there are evil people in this world that do evil things. That's the reason. But when people say everything happens for a reason, they present it as though God chose you, as though that happened to you so you could. And that's a great learning point if you get fired and you learn from it. But we're talking about trauma and abuse. So if you would like to expand your audience and talk to all 100 people instead of mm, roughly 60, there are some simple things you can do to change your language that will also benefit you in your family, in your church, in any other relationships. Those of you who grew up with radio (laughs) before the internet, you might remember how people used to fall in love with DJs all the time. As a DJ, I remember some of my male coworkers were like, yeah, I'm going out to meet this gal at a bar. She just called and wanted to meet me. It was just one of those things. But the reason wasn't necessarily because the DJ was famous. That might have had something to do with it. But in radio, we learn a way of speaking so that whoever is listening feels as though they are the only one. They feel as though you are talking directly to them. And what happens when we're leading a training, we're leading a Zoom, we think we are being inclusive when we say everyone, when we say you guys, and maybe 50, 60% of your audience is chill with that. But 40 to 50% all of a sudden recognize they're not included. They're not seen they're not heard. They're not valued. It's though they are a penguin or a zebra where everyone's the same color and you can't distinguish who's who. We are coming out of a massive pandemic that isolated people to a degree we've never known before. And now that we're coming out, it's been a couple years, but people are still experiencing that loneliness. They're still experiencing not being seen and heard. They are experiencing Zoom fatigue because what happened is everyone went to Zoom 
but they didn't know how to communicate. As a result, not intentional, some people checked out, went away, didn't get the help, the message, the story. Is that your fault? No. In fact, you can keep doing what you're doing because you're reaching 60% of your audience and that is amazing. So this may not be for you, but if you are interested in getting more downloads, in getting more views, in showing up in a way that makes people feel seen, heard, and loved, even in a group of 100, 500, 1,000 people, consider coming to my masterclass. It's Friday, January 26th at 9 a.m. I'll give you an easy system that you can put in place and keep in front of you so you always remember these key takeaways that will help you talk in a way that includes everyone, but yet makes people feel as though they're the only one in the group, which of course is going to make them want to buy from you, follow you, do the things that you are teaching. They're going to get the reward of what you have to offer because you made a conscious decision to talk in a way that would not isolate them, that would not make them feel like they are different, bad, or they don't belong. It's not your intention. I know that. In fact, it's taken me years to figure out what was happening. I would be on these Zooms and all of a sudden I'd just lean back. I'd leave the meeting, turn off my camera. One meeting was a financial revolution I really wanted to know about, but the language was so offensive. Now I know because being a survivor, I understand the way she was speaking. She was speaking to people who had never had trauma, and she was isolating and in a way shaming the people who had grown up with trauma because we respond differently. Does that make us bad or wrong? No, we're trying to make it in this world just like everyone else. We have forgiven, we're moving on, we're taking the steps, we're changing our behavior, we're growing, but we might have some things that trigger us. In a perfect world, I wish everyone would just talk better. In fact, working in radio, I wish people would talk less. I'm in this amazing mastermind. If you have a question, you're supposed to say, my question is, and then you say it. And everyone wants to pre-qualify themselves, tell everybody what they do before they ask the question. And the leader is awesome. She goes, could you just say, my question is, and ask the question. We have so much extra verbiage and there's amazing ways to get rid of that. There are ways to help you get to the point, hit the road running, be succinct and make an impact with less words. Have you ever heard less is more? People often say to me, I could work in radio. I talk a lot. And I always say, oh, you wouldn't work at my station because my boss would be coming in going, tighten it up, get to the point, give us the goods. What would it be like for you to be on a Zoom and all the cameras stay on and people are actually leaning in to your amazing teaching. How would that feel for you? Would it increase your bottom line? Would it increase your profits? Well, all the while you're serving the whole community, not just the 60% who never had trauma. You might say, Lori, you are all wet. All you have to do is Google ACEs. If you're a teacher in a schoolroom, you know this. You know kids with trauma, kids that aren't getting breakfast at home or, or dealing with adverse childhood experiences don't respond the same way. If you get after them, they might overreact 
where another child might just go, oh, okay. So when we can change our language. I don't like to say change our language because they're such minute things. They're actually a way of thinking. It's a new way of thinking while you're presenting because it does mess with your head a little to think about one person when you're talking to the masses, but nobody wants to be part of the masses. We all want to feel like we're the only one. For a long time, I thought maybe it was just me, but I work in radio and that's how we're trained. Why? Because that is the nature. That's how people are. They want to feel important. They want to feel special. And there's a really easy way to talk to them in that way that will keep them engaged in your training, in your podcast, in your YouTube, in your Zoom meetings. So if you think this would be valuable to you, comment below and I'll send you the link for the masterclass. It's this Friday, January 26th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. It is going to be informative and fun. Yes, I said fun. If you want a fun way to increase your audience, to keep people engaged in your presentation, in your trainings, on your Zoom calls, this might be the very thing. If you want to increase your bottom line, if you want to keep people engaged, if you want more listeners, more viewers, if it would make you feel awesome, imagine You're doing your Zoom training and you look at the screen and everyone is leaning in. No off-camera people. Everyone's leaning on your next word because what you have to offer is gold and people want it. They need it. If I'm talking to you, comment below. Hop on the masterclass this coming Friday. You will leave with tips and tricks that will not only change your life, but the life of the people you are striving to serve. Did I mention it's free? Comment below to get the link and we'll see you on Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific. Do you have brain fog? Are you exhausted all the time? Do you struggle with depression? How about cravings? Imagine an enzyme that turns sugar into fiber. For a link to order your bottle, email me at lacoach at comcast.net. That's L-A-C-O-A-C-H at comcast.net. So here's your pro tip. When you are speaking on a podcast on your YouTube to a Zoom group, even though you are speaking to hundreds, thousands, maybe even millions, act as though you are talking to just one person. If you love this podcast, here's a big ask. Will you share with your friends and family? Subscribe, give us a review, and a five-star rating so that others looking to reinvent their lives will be able to get the help they're looking for. Thank you in advance.